You know, one of the things that I um, think that we can change in medicine and science is coming up with very typical um, frameworks or ideal conceptualizations of things. Um, I know it's really easy to do these things where we come up with some sort of typology that fits something. And I think a lot of medicine, for example, um, and a lot of biological sciences tend to do that in the sense that when we are teaching um, uh, um, undergraduates or, you know, even medical students and whatnot, um, it's really easy to show some sort of typology of how something works or what it actually looks at, but or what it actually looks like. And so what a typology is and what I'm talking about is some sort of categorization with very distinct boundaries between... Um, you know, between where that thing exists and when it doesn't exist. So I'm right now I'm thinking about typologies of neurodiversity, for example. That's the thing that's on the top of my mind. Like whether you have ADHD or don't have ADHD or you have autism or don't have autism. But in reality, it's very much a spectrum or it's very much a blend of how your body thinks or how your brain works. And I think that's where we need to go and to teach about. And I think a lot of new science is definitely going there of telling people that there is this sort of diversity and that there is things are just not as black and white and clear as we think they are. And what we need to do is, so this is my own personal view, is we need to really start teaching about a probabilistic nature of the world very early on and have that built into how we understand science um, in general. And I think that's, that's a bit of a fault of how we do science and think about science. Um, you know, for example, what I'm thinking about is in terms of teaching people about, um, you know, different, different thought, like different ideas um, in geology, for example, there might be very distinct layers between whether, you know, this is the Earth's crust versus the, the Earth's core and you know, very distinct sort of moments where that might happen. But in reality, it doesn't quite happen that way. It's actually a little less of a distinct change, um, and there might be gradual changes. There might be moments where there is very distinct changes between, you know, the different layers on, on Earth, but it, 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 it doesn't quite work that way, and that's where I'm thinking about is teaching a probabilistic way of doing science, where we we, particularly with the social sciences, is that um, things happen by chance, and we understand whether things happen not concretely in any sort of way. It is a, a probabilistic, it's a probability that something might happen, such that, that if you were to grab 
you know, 30 things, 30 of the same objects, 50% of those things are not going to be quite the same. It's the same as the human body. If you get um, 30 people together, we will have, in general, some sort of normal height. Um, you know, maybe it's five foot eight is what the normal human height is, but there's going to be people that, that very much more. Um, some people might be six two, and other people might be five one. Um, and we have to sort of be very careful about that in terms of thinking of these these um, typologies or categories in how we think about the world. And we have to be very cognizant to teach this a lot more in science so that people are aware of that and know that it's not as clear-cut as what we think it is. And as a consequence, we have to be careful in how we make inferences uh, of, of these various different things and, and um, know where something ends and some, something doesn't end. It's not as clear-cut. And I think that's a really good lesson. I know it's hard to teach that. And most of the time, it's just taught within math, for example. But in reality, it's the whole world, or it's, a, it's, it's everything, right? It's the entire domain um, of science and education. And we need to be a lot more cognizant of that so that we come up with better inferences and um, other people are aware that things are not as clear-cut. But at the same time, being careful that science is, and scientific knowledge is very um, rigorous in a lot of ways. Right? I think that's right now the conversation, or at least a part of the people that sort of are, um, uh, you know, railing or, you know, contradicting science is, is they're using the sort of, the, the sort of loose natures of science against it and saying that it's completely false and, and there's, there's really no sort of scientific understanding and um, all these categories are all just, you know, a bunch of hogwash and stuff. But you know, making sure that we, and part of the reason why I think we're getting there at this moment is simply because we lack this probabilistic education um, and it should be very deeply ingrained within education. So we know um, how to think about things in, in, in this world. So that's where I'm thinking at this moment. Um, hopefully you got something from it. Um, leave me a comment in the, um, in, in the podcast if you do like this. I do appreciate it. So with that, have a good day and we will see you on the next one.